Man, my girl Steph, who's been trying to start a podcast since forever, sent me a voice memo this week and it felt like it was a sign from the gods. So here's the thing. Obviously, I spent the better part of the last year um, going through shit like probably a lot of people are, um, but also just feeling like I was running on a hamster wheel, you know, and kind of chasing my own tail and not getting anywhere and feeling really overwhelmed by everything I was trying to learn online and teach myself and editing and all of this shit. And I was just like, my God, 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 God. And that's when Steph realized that she had been going about it all wrong. Her story is our story. Today we are reading from the book of Transformation. You are listening to Make Art Not Content. Brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face themselves. Enroll today at lastnightsparty.tv. Congregation, please rise. So you're killing prison right now. Welcome to the party. Prisons of your mind. I found the sickest book on my dad's bookshelf a long time ago. It was one of those paperback self-help books from the 70s. It had a weird, intriguing name, so I picked it up and read the first page. And then the second page. And by the third page, I was hooked. This book beautifully describes how the best creative minds function. But oddly enough, it's not even a book about creativity. Let me ask you a question. How do you make something that doesn't exist, exist? How do you turn the impossible into the possible? Those are the kinds of questions that creative people ask every day. But there's another group of people who also call themselves creatives that never ask those questions. Don't get me wrong. What those people do takes skill. And some do it at the highest level. And they get paid more than any of us ever will. But they're not creatives. So what exactly is the difference? And why is the future of art dependent on us making that distinction? Well, a creative is like a magician. They will pull an elephant out of the hat. They're like an alchemist. They combine cheap raw materials under fire to produce valuable, rare elements. They're like voodoo priests who conjure up spirits and that could breathe life into inanimate objects. But the ones who are copying Travis Scott's ad-libs or writing Instagram poems like Ruby Core or editing videos like Emma Chamberlain, while we may need them too, we should give them a better name. Why don't we call them craftsmen and craftswomen, craftspeople, yeah, and their craft's children. The ones we call creatives exist to push the culture forward. The crafts people, they take the ideas that creatives came up with and use them to fill the world with product and content so that humanity is never bored. Creatives and craftspeople are both essential, but I'm making the distinction today because too many creatives have been comparing themselves to craftspeople. And that's when the mental health issues begin. My poor creative. You see people pumping out all this supposed art while you're struggling to do this one little thing. Your whole backyard is literally filled with a million failed attempts. Dead babies. 
And you're like, fuck, why can't I pop out art like all those other people? Well, because first of all, those people aren't making art. They're making content, right? Right. You, you're trying to come up with something new. I guess. You're trying to make the next thing that those craftspeople are going to copy one day. So you're digging places people have never dug. True. Life is easier for them because they don't have to dig. They get to use the shortcuts that you gave them last year. They use Splice. They use Artlist. Cheaters. They use other people's templates. They use whatever they can find so that they never have to suffer the dark nights of the soul. They never have to have the arrows on their backs. They're not trying to be original. They're just trying to get paid. Fuck them. So how do you survive in this world filled with cunning craftspeople? Tell me. I thought you'd never ask. See all those failed attempts of yours? The ideas you get all emo about because they aren't what you're trying to accomplish out there? Those could be turned into scintillating content for your fans. Like immediately. Package them up and release them while you work on the killer artistic statement that you'll be proud of one day. You'll be able to catch your breath a little more that way. Besides, if you're a real artist, your failures are better than most people's fully realized copies of a copy anyways. I know that you've probably been thinking that if you show all your in-between sketches and the failed iterations that you'll be considered less of a genius. No, not at all. I'm here to remind you that documenting the journey and sharing it is what your audience really needs right now. Failure is your best friend when you're trying to create something new. And the byproduct of all this creativity is fun killer content that you can share with your day ones along the way. I think that all artists should have their own version of in-between album mixtapes to take the pressure off. You know, I don't have the following yet, so I don't want to launch a podcast into nothing. Like, you know, I don't have the editing skills, whatever. All of this shit. And I was just like, my God, like, how can I simplify? Like, that was my question to myself. How can I simplify? Like, let me just go back to the basics. Some of these younger girls I was hanging out with were like, look, why don't you just start a fucking TikTok? You know, why don't you just do it? Who cares if you're allegedly too old to be on there? Just start out, talk your shit. You're super funny. Like, maybe you'll just strike gold that way. And that's sort of what happened. Um, and that's not really my long-term goal. But again, if it's going to get me a following and if it's going to get me more comfortable with just taking small risks and getting small wins, then fuck it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of my own fucking way and gain some traction. If what's holding you back is collaborators being too slow or not excited enough or just plain never there, Create something new that doesn't require those lame ass people. Or if what's holding you back is that you can't travel or get the location that you want for a shoot, then pick an idea that doesn't require any of that. A creative that can't solve a limitation problem isn't being very creative. Don't wait for the perfect situation. Instead, ask yourself, how can I simplify? Don't wait for managers, agents, publishers, art dealers, or a brand endorsement. Just ask yourself, how can I simplify? Don't wait for new equipment or for someone to create the perfect online course to explain how everything is done. Just put your head in your hands and ask yourself, how can I simplify? Treat your art like it's an emergency. How can I simplify? Oh, and if simplifying, is just not for you, there is another way.
a way that I've hidden in the words of this podcast. It's the way that that book that I've been talking about today describes. Email me and I'll send you the title and links where you can get it online.